Have you ever wondered why it is I teach what I teach? Well, stay tuned because in today's episode, number 51, I am going to be sharing more depth what I teach and why it is I teach it. Welcome to Exit the Drinking Life and Beyond. I'm your host, Debbie Talbert. I'm a mom to four extraordinary adult children, grandma to five vivacious little ones, and a certified life coach. I'm here to teach you how to change what you're drinking without shame, blame, and judgment. It's time to stop judging, blaming, and shaming yourself for your choices so that you can create a life beyond your wildest dreams. Ready? Let's get started. Hey, my friends. I am so happy to be with you guys today as I am recording this episode, episode number 51, by the way. I'm so excited that we are on 51 episodes of Exit the Drinking Life here. And every single one of these has been a extremely meaningful part of my day and my life because it means that I get to help someone in their struggle. And I remember how bad that was for me. And I am so thrilled to be a part of helping someone in their emotional struggle and the self-loathing that they have going on when it comes to their relationship with themselves and alcohol. And I'm so blessed to be able to be a part of that in other people's lives. And so anyway, as I go into today's episode, the idea for this episode came to me as I've been reviewing what it is that worked well, what didn't work so well about 2020 as far as like my personal goals and my business goals. And then also kind of reviewing what actually happened, all the changes and the transformations that that took place and the surgeries that I went through, all the different things that were brought about a lot of change and unknown in uh, probably everyone's life in 2020. And so today, as I am doing this episode, it is the first day of 2021. So it's January 1st of 2021. And I decided to kind of go into, because we are 51 episodes in also, and many of you are just now finding the podcast, right? And so I know when I first started it, I did a little bit about what I teach and why I teach it. And so now, because I've also done growth and transformation and change myself, so I'm able to hopefully explain a little bit differently or a little bit better maybe in a way or a fashion that it's able for you to take it in and learn from it in a slightly different way. So I decided to go and head and create this episode on kind of talking about what I teach and why it is that I teach it in the way that I teach it and why I do it the way I do it, right? And so as with everything, that I share with you guys, I do want to encourage you to ignite your own curiosity, right? The I and exit. And I want to encourage you to ignite it and get curious and open to what it is that I'm sharing here and then view it and uh, think about it in your own life from the lens of like either a scientist collecting the data and you want to try it on yourself for its own proof or a detective collecting the data, right? And checking it out and applying it 
in your life because really this journey of exiting the drinking of life is all an individual journey. There truly is not one exact tip or tool or tactic that a person could share that would work with every single person, right? And this is why I give you a lot of tips and tools and tactics and even bring on other guests and I'll be bringing in more in 2021 um, to help you because as again, as I said, it's your journey, right? And this really is a whole mind body experience. And so I want to dive a little bit into why I teach it the way I teach it and what I teach. But I also want you to try on an experiment. This is why we have like examine, explore, experiment for the E, right? And experiment with it in your life and see, does it work for me? And if it doesn't, let go of believing it's because you're flawed in some way just realize instead, ignite your curiosity around, okay, this didn't work quite for me like it did for someone else. What other tool and tactic can I try? Instead of thinking that somehow you're flawed in some way because this didn't work for you. It just means we're all different, right? And so this particular tactic wasn't one that would work for you, yet learning how to do the same thing as far as getting your subconscious to get the same message and understanding that you consciously have about how alcohol is affecting you and that you want to make a change around it, getting that message into your subconscious, you just might need to try another tool and another tactic. And luckily, the the science, the awareness and the knowledge is growing out there around how our brains work and our neuropathways and how thoughts actually are what create our feelings and those feelings that feeling space that emotional space is where we take our actions from and how that brings about the results of our life there's so much out there that you can look up also so there is so much out there for you to try on right if you allow yourself to ignite your curiosity and open up to searching it out and letting and trusting yourself like the T and exit, right? Trusting yourself to figure it out and know that you will figure it out. So the first thing I want to go into of what I teach is that a rock bottom isn't necessary. There are actually millions of people that struggle with over drinking. And sadly, we as a society are conditioned to believe that changing what we drink isn't necessary until something so tragic happens that we are forced to make a change. And so it's really thoughts like that, those thoughts that come to us to like, oh, I'm not that bad or I'm not bad enough yet because no rock bottom has happened, right? And that mindset of that a rock bottom is necessary is what actually keeps people from seeking help sooner in life around their drinking, right? And so really, if you are questioning your drinking and wondering if you are drinking too much, then really that is enough of a reason for you to start learning how to change it, change what it is you're drinking, right? It doesn't mean you have to stop drinking forever. It just means, oh, okay, this is my time. My body, my brain is giving me the signal 
that what I'm doing isn't working for me. So it's time for me to reset what I'm doing with alcohol, right? And so letting go of this belief that a rock bottom is necessary will help you to seek help sooner. And so this is part, this is the big why as far as why I teach that a rock bottom isn't necessary. The other thing that I teach, and I'm not going to keep saying other thing because I don't really have them numbered. I have them all written out to help guide me on my iPad and stuff. But the other, one of the other messages and what I teach is that alcohol, am I an alcoholic, is actually the wrong question to be asking, right? Because for me, and this happens to many, many people, and in my own situation, in my own case, um, I had been over drinking for years, but I actually delayed doing anything about it because I didn't fit the quote unquote definition of alcoholic, right? And so I didn't really do anything about, and again, it's kind of going back to that rock bottom belief, right? And so I really didn't do anything about it. And I delayed really looking at it honestly and my drinking because I didn't fit the alcoholic criteria. And so my moment of clarity came for me when I asked instead, which is really a better question and what I believe you should be asking instead of am I an alcoholic, is this way of drinking acceptable, acceptable to me? Is my current drinking problematic for me and in my life? Is what I'm doing and the way I'm drinking, is it interfering with my life? And if the answer is yes, then that is enough of a reason for you to start uncovering and learning and applying tactics to help you change what you drink so that you are able to, I know you are choosing on purpose more often to have something other than alcohol, but also uncovering why it is that you're relying on the alcohol so much, right? And so by sifting up your question, it's going to help you to get unstuck faster. Another thing that I teach and talk about is that the only label that we need is our name. Another delay for me and many, many people in um, gaining clarity about my overdrinking and how much I was actually drinking was because I didn't want to be labeled an alcoholic or identify as an addict. And so the way I see this, and it's funny because my husband and I were just having this conversation over coffee this morning because he, I mean, this thing of this labeling someone as alcoholic is one of those my thought uh, that really knowing the observations, I go, right, the thought brings a feeling in the action. Well, when my, my husband was describing this movie he was watching, and and then, oh, it's actually a series, right? It's a series uh, where the girl's a chess player, and now I can't even think of the name of it. But anyway, apparently in the series, she he said, oh, she's becoming an alcoholic. And right away, I was like, no one is an alcoholic. It's just people are relying on alcohol to cope and right and he was just like oh my god I'm not even talking about you and I'm just like no it's because we are so conditioned and so programmed and to believe that calling people alcoholic and labeling someone is 
I don't, I, I think it comes, it's, it's, we're socially conditioned to do it, but I also think it comes from, okay, and then that means it's not me and we can separate ourselves out from it. And that's not me, right? Where, and that kind of approach to this prevents you from looking at your own relationship with alcohol and what's actually going on with you and alcohol and causes you to stay stuck longer and delay getting the help that you need. And with the way the brain and the mind and the body and it works around the alcohol, the longer you delay, then the more time you're going to need to spend practicing new thoughts and rewiring your brain, right? It's It can be done. It just will be a little bit more conscious effort needs to go into it for a lot longer, right? And so by addressing it sooner, by addressing what you're thinking about your alcohol sooner, opening up to addressing it, looking at it, refreshing it, and revisiting what you're choosing to do, and kind of looking at it like that, kind of like the same way you do if you start to notice that gluten isn't working out so well in your body anymore. Do it like that, and think of it like that around alcohol, instead of this label, right, of alcoholic, because when we're actually calling a person alcoholic, or alcohol abuser, or even addict, what we're actually doing with those words is we are defining the whole person instead of the issue that's being dealt with, right? So the issue here is a person is over drinking alcohol, period. That's it. The action of over drinking is taking place. It has really nothing to do with the person as an individual, right? And so that goes into the other thing that I teach is that if you're over drinking, it doesn't mean you are a bad person or you are morally weak in some fashion it just means it's it's the way in which you have learned to use you're using alcohol as a coping mechanism right and so you're using it in some way you subconsciously believe that it's benefiting you in some way period it has nothing to do with your moral character or you're a bad quote-unquote bad person right it just simply means that you've learned that alcohol is your way of coping and it's time for you to learn a new way of coping in a different coping coping mechanism because if we keep believing that our action of over drinking is making us bad or morally weak in some way or we're somehow broken uh, that belief will keep you in this drink over drink shame regret cycle longer right and that's the life I'm talking about exiting when I named this podcast exit the drinking life right and so that is the life that I want you to be able to exit and get unstuck out of and break that cycle and untangle that cycle sooner right and so this belief of that we're bad or morally weak in some fashion, that only sends us into the emotions of shame, regret, and blame. And when we, the person who has alcohol as the coping mechanism, right, when the individual that has learned to use alcohol to cope is in that kind of emotional state, 
then more than likely, most of the time, alcohol is what we use to not think those things about ourselves anymore, right? So it really backfires on us. And so that's part, a big part of why I teach that it doesn't mean the overdrinking has nothing to do with your moral character or like bad person, right? Or that you're broken in some way. All right. And so then the other thing I teach, and this goes a lot to helping with the observation cycle tool that I have put together and is that are the words that we use matter, right? And so just like the term alcoholic or even addict, those words matter. And so the words that we're actually using period to describe what we're doing, because if you notice, I'm saying what we're doing here is we're learning to change what we drink because of the feeling that comes along with that skill instead of, I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm learning not to drink alcohol, right? It feels to me, I've noticed with my clients when we talk about we're simply changing what you're drinking, it's much easier feeling. So the feelings that come up with it, with that are more like peace, hope, ability, possibility. And from those kinds of emotions, a person is better able to take the actions and follow through with the actions that are needed in order to exit, right? The person is better able to examine, experiment, explore, X out, ignite curiosity and trust, right? And so this is why our words matter because the words that we put together, they form the thoughts and then it's our thoughts that create our feelings and emotions, like feelings and emotions. That's what I mean, the feelings, physical feelings in the body, and which are our emotions, right? And then our feelings are what cause us to either act, react, or not act, act no, or not act at all, right? And so then that, those actions, the reactions, or the non-action, which like doing nothing about it, right? Those are what bring about the results in our life, right? And that's what creates the results that we have in our life. So the result we want here is to change what we're drinking. And so the way we're going to be doing that is by uncovering what we believe alcohol is solving, right? And so that is um, one of the other things that I teach. And so the biggest thing that I want to leave you with today as I end up the episode is that the best place for you to put and focus your efforts on is your thoughts, which are in our in our beliefs, right? And our beliefs are simply thoughts that we think over and over and over again, right? And so the best place to put your energy, your focus, experimenting, exploring, Xing out, igniting curiosity around, and trusting yourself to figure out are your thoughts, not your action of overdrinking. Because it's the thoughts that have been put together over and over again that has formed the belief that alcohol is benefiting you in some way. And that is what is causing you to repeat that action of overdrinking. So by putting your focus on your thoughts and putting your energy there, instead of on your energy of, I'm just not going to drink, I'm not going to drink, I'm not going to drink, right? Instead of your energy focus on the action you're doing, 
put it onto your thoughts and the beliefs that you're having. And this is what's going to help you get unstuck faster. And so that's what I want to leave you guys with today. And then also to let you guys know that um, we are the exit membership exit and beyond life coaching membership we're going to be opening back up again on january the 7th this is january 1st now and you can get on the wait list by checking out the resources tab just go to jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash resources and i have some resources there for you and one of those areas there is how the tools that i have that will help you And one of them is membership. And then I do also offer private coaching, right? And so there's two options that you guys can do to to work directly with me, to allow me to teach you some of these things that I, that I, the way I teach, why I teach them, and also to help you with learning how to coach yourself and bring yourself to where you're able to practice and do this work on what you are thinking and utilizing the exit tool to help you in so many areas of your life. Because when we aren't as frustrated, agitated, anxious about things going on in our life, then we are also better able to change what it is that we drink, right? And so this, that's why it is Exit and Beyond Life Coaching Membership is because It is about way more than simply what you are choosing to drink and how often you are choosing to drink it, right? All right, so you guys have a great week and um, I will be back on tomorrow, actually, for this. We'll have another episode, a QA and a where I'm going to go live. So you can check me out over on YouTube and I um, go live and answer questions and then I do put the recording up here. All right, you guys have an awesome week and I'll be back. Most people are not aware that you can also find more resources and help from me over on my website. Just head over to jumpseatcoaching.com and look for the resources tab. That is jumpseatcoaching.com and look for the resources tab.